And good evening, gentlemen. Hello there. Well, 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 well. Well, well, well. How are we? We oh. appear to all be in our own places. This is great. Yes. Yeah, at our yes. home bases. This is mm-hmm. good. For sure. A home bases yes. with, I, I wouldn't say smiling faces. We're all kind of like a bit morose today. <sighs> no, Dude. not morose. We got the Monday feels going on. What it was just a, a, it was just a It was like a whiplash back into a Monday. It, it was. Yeah. It was. I feel you on that, man. Yeah. What'd you do this weekend, Jay? <laughs> oh, boy. Well, I had, uh, I got, got to go up to New York to see my brother and oh. his wife and their son, Leo. Mm. And I got oh. to, you know, be the godfather and uh, okay. help him be baptized <laughs> into the Catholic faith. That's okay. That's so you're a, you're a, you're a godfather of a, in a Catholic baptism. <laughs> Somehow they let me in, in the club. Man, yep. that's fantastic Amazing. news. <laughs> I have to talk to Father yeah, Eric about that. to my boy. <laughs> yeah. He spiced water over his head and then anointed mm. them with the oils. <sighs> no, we did the whole thing. It was good. We had got to hang out with my brother Friday night, um, catch up, see his new place. In the, uh, you know, he lives outside of Chappaqua, New Ooh. York, which is like where the Clintons, you know, yeah. like oh, wow. live and hang out for a while. A very fancy area, but, you know, he lives in a modest little community outside of uh, Mount Kiska. I think his name is no. Beautiful house. So it was great to see him and see Lisa and see their whole family. And uh, my part of my family drove up as well. So I got to hang out with them. It was great. And then Saturday, I got to drive back, you know, six hours in the pouring down rain uh, on the Oof. New Jersey Turnpike, mm. which was not not my favorite part of the, the weekend. Okay. Um, yeah. But mm. we made up for it. Nick and I did. Sure On did. Sunday. Oof. <laughs> we got to jam. Really? We got to do a serious jam session, man. Yeah. It was like a day-long had, jam this, session. This had been like a couple months in the works. So we got uh, the guys from Sleepers, which is our band. is me and Nick and our mm-hmm. friend, Kreshmere. Happy birthday, Kreshmere. Happy mm-hmm. birthday, Kreshmere. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and, happy birthday. Yeah. And we uh, invited some really good friends of ours, the guys from Your Solar, mm-hmm. which is... Um, a band from Baltimore composed of Nick's cousin, Tim. Mm-hmm. Tim Youngworth. And his, yeah. Tim Youngworth and his good friend, EJ. And uh, so we got to jam out all afternoon with two drummers, two guitar players Ooh. and a bassist. Ooh. And it was, uh, it was amazing. It was amazing. It was actually was a lot awesome. of fun. Yeah. And Nick, I'm, I've been dying to ask you. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't want to take up the, whole, the entire pre-show, but, you know... Guitar players get to play with other guitar players all the time. Drummers rarely get to play with other drummers. Nick, I know you've never played with another drummer. How did you find the experience? Like, what was it like for you? Did you enjoy it? What was it like? I gotta know. I I mean, I have played with other drummers. I just kind of self-relegated myself to percussion in those circumstances in the past. Um, Oh, sure, when you played with Hot Rotos. Yeah, yeah. You played the the hand drums, yeah. So, the so. I honestly, I kind of went into it prepared to kind of just follow his lead because, I mean, he's Tim's drummer and Tim writes some pretty complicated, wild stuff and I've heard so much about this guy. Um, but what a what a cordial kind. Uh, he, he's, I honestly felt very comfortable. Like he listens as much as I feel like I listen when, when playing yeah. with other musicians. And DJ's great, man. Yeah, he's yeah. Awesome. So it really felt, felt complimentary the whole way and there'd be times when he would do something and be like, ooh, that's neat, let's try that. And then... And vice versa, I, I would mix it mm. up a little bit, and, and he would kind of reincorporate that in. But he would stick with what he was doing. It was it was it was a really cool vibe. It was really cool. Nice. So I, I I loved it. I loved it. No problems whatsoever. Very cool. Were there time Were there times when you found yourself doing stuff that you wouldn't do otherwise because you had space to do it? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think I think a lot of the well, the cool thing is that like you know, I mean, anytime you're playing something in like a straight beat, you can always like triplet feel it over to a swing beat or, or not swing beat you can always like triplet into like an over eight beat right um so mm-hmm. so bouncing around between those things was a lot more um fluid without it feeling nice. like i was cha- shifting the momentum of the song um nice. which as a trio can be a very very delicate uh yeah uh, shift if all of a sudden well, that, abruptly that, oh, yeah. something changes one of the great quotes from bill kreutzman the uh Grateful Dead's drummer. Mm-hmm. You know, he's had the experience of playing that band as the solo drummer and also with Mickey Hart. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he, he compares it to driving a bus. 
when you have two drummers mm-hmm. that it's you know it's very hard to make sharp right hand turns mm-hmm. you know you had to be a little bit more slow and steady but once the momentum is there it's unstoppable you yeah. know but you know it, it and so he prefers both situations depending on the the song mm-hmm. you know mm. but yeah anyway it, it was a lot of fun for me and i i i ended up thinking about it a lot less than i thought i would think about it yeah which was cool which was cool mm. uh like i knew there was two drums going on but it, I didn't think end up thinking about it as much as I thought I would. Yeah, yeah, it was just a more steady rhythm section, really, to be honest. Um, yeah. Because um, there was somebody that was going to be on, uh, and and it went a lot more fluid than I expected. And I think the first two jams we did were just like straight, just make it up as we go along. Sure. I kind of expected to like for them to kind of want to play some of their stuff, but instead we ended up playing a bunch of our stuff. So that was yeah. actually really neat, just to yeah. to hear. <laughs> both Tim and EJ kind of interpret it, right? Interpret the different parts. Um, so yeah, mm-hmm. it, was, it was crap ton of fun. A lot of fun. Heck nice. Yeah. Did you guys record any of that? All we of just, it. We're just, just going, oh, excellent. Yeah. Maybe you can, maybe if you wanted to play something down the road. First mix, uh, we need a second mix. <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, it was, that, 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 that's a tricky thing to, to do, right? With two drummers is like actually mixing. Well, that, it that wasn't, was the toughest part. It yeah. wasn't individually mic'd. Like, Crash actually did a great job setting up two mics. So it was just a stereo uh-huh. pair. But for whatever reason, the bounce that I got this morning uh, it definitely seemed like it was like clipping everywhere. Uh, and I know what we were listening to in the there wasn't. So mm-hmm. um, yeah. I, think we just need, I think we just need another, another bounce. But, um, gotcha. but no, it was, it was a fantastic time. What about you, Greg? What'd you Very do this cool. weekend? Oh man, I had a week. You do, you really? Guys. I had a week and a half. It was. Uh, I think I told you guys last. We're here for you. Tell us all about last it. last episode. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, maybe maybe I said this during the pod. Maybe not. Uh, but I did tell you guys. I was, I was looking at my calendar and I was like, oh no. Yeah. Like yeah. of the seven days between now and the next time I see you, I will be out five of them. Yes. <laughs> and um, it ended up being six. Um, <laughs> so let's see. So it was Monday. We re- recorded the podcast. The next day, and I'm going to get into this later, but I went to, see, I went right. to a show. Went to a Saw great show. show. Right. I'll, I'll reveal <laughs> who it was later. On Wednesday, I did a little, sh- I went shopping, if you will. Ooh, I met yeah. up with someone on, <laughs> from Facebook Marketplace and bought myself a new amp. Ooh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it is a... Uh, Thank you. Yeah, it's like the kind of the kind of the the dream app for for me. Uh, just a really uh, so Marshall makes the, made has made this uh, amp called the JCM eight hundred forever, uh, not forever, but um, since the eighties I want to say is when they sure. started making them. And um, I found a really good nineteen eighty nine one, um, and I picked it up. So that that but that had to happen Wednesday night. So I was out Wednesday night. <laughs> Thursday night I went out again. Wait, maybe, maybe I'm like every night. Hang on, keep going. Thursday, Thursday night, night I went out yep. again. I, I'll tell you. I'll tell, I'll tell you more about these concerts. It's my bit coming up. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do a tales from the concert. Early Friday morning I flew out to Denver, played a show in Pueblo, Colorado that night with the Red Not Chili Peppers. We want chili Willy. We want chili Willy. We want chili Willy. Yes, thank you, Barney. Good show. And. Um, then Saturday, we continued on to Amarillo, Texas, oh. uh, to play a Margarita Fest. All right. Um, and then we continued after that to El Paso and played at Claudia's birthday block party hey. at the Elks Lodge. <laughs> How's Claudia? It, it was, uh, oh man, how old? I said, how is Claudia? Is that, is that what you asked? Oh, how is she? I don't yeah. know. I never, I didn't talk to her. I just saw her dancing out there. Beautiful. She was having wow. a good time. Good. Okay. <laughs> but... Yeah, it was it, it was rad. They had these like uh, these guys on stilts that looked like uh, you know like Daft Punk, like you know <laughs> kind of like robot guys. And like wow. one of them was trying, one of them got on the stage with us, and it was really awkward because there's steps to get on the stage. I was like, dude, if this guy falls, it's gonna be like yeah. you know like an ambulance is gonna have to come or something. Yeah, um, Claudia sounds they like made, a good friend to have. Yeah, I would, none of us knew her, but she reached out to to book the band and. Without getting in under the hood, it was the highest paying gig of the run. So, oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know who paid for it, but Claudia's uh, doing well. Thank for you, herself. Claudia. That's good. Thank yeah. you very much. Feliz cumpleaños. Um, mm-hmm. So, anyway, 
flew back this morning from El Paso. Oh wow! That was this okay. Jeez. So, yeah, yeah. I flew. I flew in. Uh, arrived in LA nine thirty this morning. So anyway, I'll have much much more to to say uh, about the week uh, as part of my bit. But I, the, unfortunately, was kind of fighting something this uh, a sickness, you know, uh, because I was okay. just I think I was just out all the time and. You know, so it was it was rough because like w- being sick obviously sucks. Being sick while traveling definitely sucks. Being sick while like on the road with a band is like the worst. And then you uh, add stilts into the mix. Oh, oh no, <laughs> forget it. You know, <laughs> bruh. Um, but luckily, my, my you know my bandmates were really you know it was, we had we had a really good camaraderie going on. We also had these. I mean, look up you know look up the distance between Pueblo and Amarillo. It's like seven hour drive. Uh, and uh, Amarillo to El Paso is also seven hours. <laughs> wow! So it was uh, it was the real deal. But anyway, uh, we right. made it, and uh, I'll have more to say about the uh, concerts there. I'm Excellent! To tell you guys, mm-hmm. let's do this awesome. thing. Can't wait to hear it. Let's get into Thank it. You. All right. Yes, that's right. You are tuned in. You should check it out. Forgetting how to make segues since 2018. There it is. <laughs> Count it. It's a segue. I, I, I got halfway through the theme song and I was like, oh, crap. Forgot to think about that thing. <laughs> yeah. I always wonder when. think about that one. Yeah. It's usually about the first third. Uh-huh. But this time I made it to the second third and I'm like, uh, I don't have anything. So... Yeah, not completing segues uh, since 2018. Happy to be here with you on this most beautiful of Thursdays. This is episode 219 of the You Should Check It Out podcast. Mm -hmm. And uh, man, we are happy to be here with you. My name is Jay. And I'm Nick. And I'm Greg. Mm -hmm. We do have an awesome show for you tonight. Greg is uh, starting us off with uh, his tales from the concerts. That's plural. Correct. Yes. I'm going to be following that. I am going to be following that up with a uh, little talk about um, a couple things. Uh, Rolling Stone released a new listicle, a new revised listicle that I'd like to talk about. And uh, then there was a, uh, have you guys heard of this girl, Taylor Swift, who's out uh, conquering the Uh, universe? We don't want a Tay-Tay today. This is a Tay-Tay today. Okay. Okay. Okay, okay. But it's like Tay-Tay today every day. Really? Right, right. So I'll be updating you on that, and uh, Nick's going to be following that up with a uh, retrospective on the uh, life of a nearly another dearly departed Indeed. Friend. Yeah. Okay. Indeed. So let's get into it. The time is short. Greg is not feeling well. So I'm okay. I'm, I'm okay now, but... Yeah, you hanging on? I'm okay. Yeah, I'm, right. I'm, I'm better. Back home, let's, snuggled let's, up with your let's aunt. Let's get into it. Yeah. I don't know what if you, you, you can hear it much in my voice. Well... So before I, before I get into my bit, um, why don't I play us some music? Right. Um, yeah. I was definitely missing uh, being home in LA, and uh, also the the Red Knots are playing a show this Saturday where we're performing all of Californication in its entirety. Ooh, uh-huh. nice! And so we I were like actually dirt. trying. Yeah, 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 that's a good one. Um, we're, so we've been practicing all that stuff, and we were also working out like a sort of a playlist to put on as we transition from the opening band to us. Mm-hmm. Oh, that would nice. be like all California songs. And we were like, oh, what about California Dreaming by the, you know, Mamas and the Papas? And I was like, yeah, but there's, I heard this other version of that on the show Winning Time, which is like this HBO show about the Lakers, huh. which if you haven't seen, it's fantastic. It's got John C. Riley in it. Um, Heck yeah. It, yeah. Anyway, so this is Lee Moses' covering California Dream and check this out this is a this is pretty sweet all the leaves are brown and the skies are green Yeah. 
that guy all day. Oh, soul music. Oh yeah, man, his voice. That bass player it's, was going for it, man. Oh, I love it. That's my type. Of, that, that, that's what I would do. <laughs> Just overplaying. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I w- I, that's what I would want to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that's great. Yeah, Lee Moses. I'm going to listen to more of him. Yeah? Yeah. Great yeah. voice. Think, uh, yeah. All right. So I went to not one, but two shows this week, Tuesday night and Thursday night. Um, I'm Tuesday tired night, just thinking about that. <laughs> dude, I had to go. <laughs> well, f- mainly because well, the first one I bought tickets for, the second one I was uh, I was able to get on the guest list through a friend of the pod. So I'll get to that. Um, but the first one I bought tickets to see the band Sleep Token. Yes, this is this is your up and comer. The oh, dude. They're, I, I mean, they're there now. There, I mean, I think that so this was the last show of their tour. Um, oh, before you get before you get yeah, into yeah. this, is, are, the, uh-huh. are you talking about stories from shows that you went? Oh, to? this is yeah, yeah. This is a tales from the concert. Oh, right on. <laughs> tales from the concert. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I didn't think I had a chance in hell of seeing this band because these guys were selling out shows so fast. Yeah. Yeah. Because and part of the reason is because <clears throat> they did I don't think they had any clue how popular they were about to get. Right. You were so, saying that the last time you talked about Sleep mm-hmm, Token is mm-hmm. that you think they are on the crest of this wave and yeah, it they they I'm, really took off. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but they're like if you just looked at their Spotify listeners from last year to this year, it's just Nick. That that might be something for you. To, you you're kind of the the quickest draw on that if you sure, if you're so inclined. Um, I'm, I'm inclined, yeah. <laughs> and you are e- e- inclined. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, mm-hmm. they had they have had a meteoric rise, just like statistically, but it actually is rooted in deep interest in the band from what sure. everything from what i can see from like the comments from the you know from the the deep like lore that they've built uh the, you know they're kind of one of these bands that, that they're they're not just kind of i mean they, they're uh, they're masked they're anonymous and they were they released their third album this year take me back to eden and i've talked about them a few times on the pod and to me, it's like a great mix of, it's kind of like this new, uh, this sort of uh, taking what like Deftones kind mm-hmm. of started. Uh-huh. And, yeah. you know, and even like bands like Meshuggah, like, you know, like sonically, but then actually having like R&B elements in there, like, mm-hmm. and having this singer who's actually like phenomenal. They're from London, that's, but that's basically all you'll know if you just kind of look at it on the surface. Um, they've done one interview uh, when they first came out, and they have not done any since. Um, <laughs> so they just let the music speak for themselves. I got into their singles when they were pu- pu- putting them out this year. I was like, these guys sound amazing. What is this all about? And then I went back. I got into the whole discography. I started realizing, like, oh, this record's connected to this one, and, like, that song is, like, actually talking about that song. That's crazy. You know, nice. like, very prog, ele- prog mm-hmm. stuff. I actually like got up one morning knowing that the tickets were for this show at Pomona Theater, which is not LA. The LA one was far was it sold out way too quickly. I couldn't. I had no prayer of getting into that one because that was at a place called the El Rey. It was hold only seven hundred people. Wow. Okay. This place held twelve hundred, but I figured like uh, they're still gonna go very quickly. So I, you know, I was like on Ticketmaster the morning, like waiting like at the you know ten a.m. Okay, go. Couldn't get tickets. I was oh, like, was well, this the that, one where you, like Facebook gave you a second chance? Exactly. And you logged yeah. back and you gave it a shot. Yeah. Because of the ad. Yeah, because right? they, they, they announced another date. Ah. That right. was it. So this was Sweet. the second of the two shows. And so, uh, yeah, Kaz and I went down there and um, <laughs> we actually got there early because I knew that there was going to be a lot of traffic out of LA getting there. Uh, so we kind of got there a little early. There was already like a line around the block. Old school a line around the of, block. A lot of girls. 
Like this is this is like a metal band. Mm-hmm. All right. So many girls. They had like the face. They had their logo like p- face painted on their face. Oh wow! <laughs> and they and 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 someone was like, some of these girls have been here since six thirty in the morning. Wow. <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me? What is going on? You know? And uh, dude, it was it was definitely a uh, wonderful show, man. I have to say, um, yeah, it's so cool what they yeah what they what they did was. They do all the lights in the, f- the fog. There was a, there was, the there was some lights and fog for sure. A lot of visual stuff going on, but it wasn't like they le- they weren't leaning on it that hard. Their drummer okay. dude is like first of all, he's been blowing up too. He has like all the endorsements now. And uh I wouldn't be surprised if they get like n- at least nominated for a <clears throat> Grammy this year. Really? Wow. Okay. I, I, I you know, we'll see. Yeah. The, the it was just the, their singer who goes by the name Vessel. Mhm. Right. And the drummer's vessel too, like they're all masked, you know. And uh, mm-hmm. but then they have like these three, so so basically like the guitarists and bassists are like they, they have this, they they, they kind of <laughs> the, the drummer go like, between. Oh, dude, I'm I'm having trouble coming up with a cool name. You took yeah. the really good name. Well, yeah. why don't you just be Vessel Two? Yeah, brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> vessel Three, <laughs> Vessel Four. That's the, the those are the guys, you know. And um, yeah, the whole lore basically is that they are. Speaking for a like ancient deity named Sleep, ah, and that all the songs are tokens. I see. Yeah, yeah, got see. it. And uh, which I know is not everybody's thing, but I was definitely like, yeah, you know, it's very culty, very cool. Sounds very yeah. Lovecraftian. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. But so, but I mean, listen, if the it, that shtick wouldn't do anything for someone like me, okay? Sure. But the music it surprised me. It surprised me that you were like, because you seem to get like you seem to kind of be excited about into it yeah yeah that too but because of the music right yeah 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 strictly because of the music it all it all fits to me like the look the music the vibe the story of it the whole fact that like the consistent and an anonymity anonymity you know it's, it's it's all very like and then i actually read an article that from someone who toured with them as an opener Saying like I could not be happier for these guys and their amazing, you know, this successful year that they've had because they are like the nicest, hardworking guys I've ever met. Oh, cool. Um, you know, so it is cool, and they put on a phenomenal show, man. This guy, this singer, it was just, it's like because he's masked, it was like it's like larger than life. It's like seeing yeah. like an alien performing for you. Mm-hmm. And he's got this kind of weird gangly body and these really long fingers and he's got all his moves. He's like a really good like performer, dancer. He plays uh-huh. keyboards at one, you know, at certain points in the show, but really he's just like pouring his heart out, you know? And um, my theory, okay, because I actually have tracked down who he was before this band. Uh-oh. He was in this like duo with this girl and I think okay. that like the it split like they they were probably like together and they split up. Mm. I, I, that's what this is my theory. It's not even I don't know. Like maybe they hit, maybe they haven't. <laughs> but I my theory is that they split up and this is like his revenge band. Oh snap! You know, <laughs> and it's like if you think of it that way, it, it, like it all adds up. You know, and it's not like I hate you or anything like that. It's just like I, you know, like I'm heartbroken. You know what I mean? And how like, long? That's did, what, how long did they play for? Dude, uh, I can, honestly can't. It felt know. like a year. Uh, I mean, it was maybe like, I'm guessing like hour and 20, hour and 30, something like that. But it was a great set list, like no lulls in it. Nice. And actually Kaz and I were like, we, 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 I got these tickets and it was a theater. I didn't know what to expect, but there was a a floor, but the floor wasn't like full, you know, they had to like, I think Hmm. leave some, some space for people to get in and out of like, you know, the, the entrances into the floor. So you couldn't like have it totally packed. I think that would have like violated the fire code. Okay. So we were on the floor, like pretty close to the band, the whole spectacle, but we weren't like nuts to butts oh, or whatever. That must be nice. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was, cool. re- so I was a, little like, bit, a little bit of space. But yeah, yeah no, and I mean, I, I, I was, I was like, if, if this, I was like, either this is gonna get totally full or it's gonna stay like this. If it stays like this, I'm in heaven because, yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, this is awesome. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, hey, I don't want to be in a seat. I don't want to, you know, I, I, I want to be standing, but I don't want to be, you know. But then it was yeah. like we got, we got so comfortable that we were like, let's see if we can go like 
way up to the yeah, front. Right, right. And then so so and there were mosh pits in some of the heavier sections mm-hmm. that would break out. And I was like, all right. I like I know the material well enough. I was like, when this section ends, I'm gonna like we're, we're gonna run through the now like <laughs> the mosh vacant. Pits. Yeah. We're gonna run through the mosh pit, which is now like done, and we're just gonna like go right up to the front. So sure enough, boom. Nice. You know what I mean? Like nice. yeah, just for just for a minute. And then at one point like next song, the guitar player, you know, these guys like they change between like kind of like dancing around like fairies as they're playing their shit, but they look like, you know, like demons, you know. Okay. <laughs> and then so, so, so they're like dancing around, playing their parts. And then suddenly he like looked at like, like sort of our area and just goes with his hands like, like parting, like a parting <laughs> motion. If that, okay. you know, and I was like, I was like, uh oh, because I, I knew there was like a heavy section coming up and I hear someone go, wall of death. And I don't know if you guys know what a wall of death is. It's like when when you split the audience left to right, and then you just have them run into each other. Oh. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's like a very intense version of a mosh pit. So I was like, we got to go now. So I was like, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. It was just funny because it went went from like this like super sweet section to just like, he's just like, wall of death. I was like, man, I hadn't been been in a pit in a long time. It was intense. Um, That's cool. So... You know, I'm a, I'm not the, I'm an old man. You yeah. Know? <laughs> you stay so, current. Anyway. You got the AM radio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, if you get a chance, look, so the next show is in London. I think I mentioned this ages ago, but 10,000 uh, seats sold out in 10 minutes. Hmm. Nice. So uh, yeah, I, I think was, that this will I, be I did, the- I found the stats if you want to know what, it looks like on yeah. like January 5th of this year, they went from like monthly listens were in the like they hit like three hundred thousand one month, but then like January fifth that it just skyrocketed and they've been at like they're averaging two point six four million listens a month uh, at this point. So right. is that so, all? Something something this year, <laughs> yeah. Um, that is that is that is all. I think that some part of it has to do with TikTok. I think that, I think that some of their songs sure. uh, made it on there. Anyway. Sleep Token, if you like Deftones and Tool and bands like that, definitely give them a listen because they are the next... I mean, I think... I, I To me, they're the real deal. I couldn't believe how many girls were at this show. It's cool. Okay? It was so many, and they were all at the front just like... It was like the Beatles or something. They were like... <gasps> <laughs> I can show you guys some photos. I'll, I'll, I might use a photo from that show in our... In the gram. Instagram yeah. post. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Because So you can see because it's like all girls at the front. I was like... You know, anyway, it was surprising, but um, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Awesome. Awesome. I would go see them again in a heartbeat. All right, show number um, one in the books. Yep. Yeah, that was show number one. Show number two, friend of the pod, Harry Waters. Yay. Harry. He's still on, yeah, Harry. He's still on tour with the legend, legends, uh, Les Claypool. That's right. Uh, and the Flying Frog Brigade. Yes. Um, They were playing in Riverside, California, which is like an hour outside of LA. But I was like, man, I want to get, I want to get out there and uh, catch my, you know, because last time I saw them in Kansas City and back in May, mm-hmm. and I actually got to hang out with Sean Lennon, who's also that's in right. the band. Yeah, that's right. You and taught I him met, some jazz met, chords. Yeah, I did, I, well, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a good time, and uh, we've kept in touch ever since. Um, so I wanted to go and uh, say, say what's up. Um, we didn't, unfortunately we didn't link, I, I, we maybe could have after the show, um, but I had to get back because I had that early mm-hmm. flight, uh, and it was like an hour, again, it was like an hour to get home, yeah. uh, you know, uh, so it was late, so, um, but they played at this really cool, uh, like auditorium, and, uh, they had Mike Dillon, this guy who plays Vibes, I don't know the drummer's name, unfortunately, but he had Les Claypool, obviously, yeah. on bass, like, you know, from Primus, you, know, mm-hmm, you guys know mm-hmm. who he is. And this really rad sax player named Skarrick. You guys ever heard of this guy? Nope. He's big in the jam scene. Skarrick. Um, and he was not on the Kansas City gig because I think he was unfortunately ill at the time, but he's gotten better. And so he was out with them. And it was great. They came out and just, you know, started playing all that cool, weird, less Claypool-y yeah. kind of stuff, you know. And Any good covers? Harry was taking... Uh, they did a cover, of, but it was stuff that I didn't know. Uh, one song by the band English Beat. Okay. You guys are familiar mm-hmm. with them at 80s all? band, right? 
Yeah, there's a they have a song called Mirror in the Bathroom that they covered. Okay. I caught I caught some of that. And yeah, uh it was it was awesome. I mean, you know, I love hearing all those guys and uh actually actually had a little text conversation with Sean afterwards, but he was using a talk box. <laughs> yeah. at some point. I was telling him how I still really want one. I, I mentioned that on the pod too. <laughs> in the old the old talk box. Mm-hmm. So Harry was ripping some solos. Uh, they played All of Animals by Pink Floyd again. Sweet. Uh, that, so that's a cover. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, yeah, just it got got up uh, kind of close for that one as well. Um, a lot of hippies. It's cool because it's like Primus isn't, Primus has its like fan base. Mm-hmm. And then the Frog Brigade is kind of like the jam band version of yeah. Primus. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of what I'm, yeah, that's how I see it. I'm not really deep in either camp. You know, I'm a, I've all, I'm definitely a fan of both of them. I'm not like deep as right. like you know, some people really show up like they're really devotees, yeah. you know. But um, it's great to see uh, some some friends, you know, uh, you know, playing with you know a guy like Les, who I've been listening to since middle school. You know, is like sure. all is super rad. So anyway, that's my tales from the concert. Well done. Um, I, I pro- thank yeah, you. Dude. I probably you know, I probably shouldn't have gone so hard before. Touring for you know now that I think about it I've been out every night since I've seen you guys so I really need to get some rest. This you seem week, happy. But... Oh, thank yeah. you. I'm not, but okay. thank you. No, well, you seem... no, 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 no. He's I, got no, a no, new no. amp no, back no. in the corner that I'm, that'll yeah, make anybody. Yeah, no, I am. I am. It was. It was. It was really. It was dense, and I will. Once I start to feel 100 percent again, I will definitely be look back with a lot of fondness. I'll listen back to this podcast and be like, oh yeah, what an awesome week that was. <laughs> exactly. You know, so, That's what it's here for. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't want to, I don't want to relive it this week though, even though I do have a few shows coming up. Then things are starting to kind of, the brakes are being applied. Okay. Excellent. Just kind of, just kind of that easing so, into Thanksgiving kind of a thing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm going cool. for. So yeah. Well, who's next? Nick, Is, I believe it's you. I had that would be, be Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. Right. No problem. Nick, Nick, Nick is third. Jay, you're I'd up. forget about me too. Oh, oh shut up. <laughs> Freaking Eeyore. <laughs> no, no. Uh, let's see. Start with some music. So, Rolling Stone, as I mentioned, the magazine, re-released. Uh-huh. They revised and re-released their uh, 250 greatest guitar players of all time list. Yay. Of course, it's a listicle, but Rolling <laughs> Stone has been doing these kind of listicles for like you know, forever in a day. I remember very clearly having um, the, I guess the 100 or maybe 200 greatest guitar players of right. all time, special edition, actually the magazine, whenever it came out back in 99 or 98. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just devoured that thing. I mean, that was like, I'm going to take every single guitar player that's in this and like, you know, listen to their songs and, and learn. I mean, I learned a lot of great music from sure. those things. Right. Absolutely. Um, so they've updated this. I don't know if either of you have seen the list. I haven't, haven't checked it out. I only have, like, I haven't actually looked at the list, I, but I did see some comments. Yeah, and, yeah. Well, so I mean, yeah. it's predictable. They've updated the list, and it's a lot more inclusive, which mm, is good. Okay. Which is good. Yeah. Um, hmm. I will say they, they rated uh, St. Vincent and Jack White ahead oh, of like Jerry what? Garcia and Eric Clapton. So, Kenny Clark's a mm-hmm. beast. Yeah, I'm not saying she's but, better than Jerry Garcia. I'm just saying she's a beast. Anyway, not going to get into all that stuff because that's a that, that could be a podcast in and of itself. I, I think Jay's saying Jay, Jay, Jay's saying she 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 should be on the list. She's perhaps, fine, maybe not. She's fine. She's fine. She does. Yeah, she I'm, plays guitar I mean, and she's she's very good at that. Yes. I I I honestly haven't like yeah. Well, we we, we sorry, no, no, not at all. Anyway, I believe you though, Nick. It, yeah, d- yeah. it doesn't matter. Anyway, everyone that is on the list, I believe, should be on the list. So I have really no qualms, and the whole order is just okay. superficial anyway. Okay. So it doesn't right. make any difference. Okay, right, right, right. The point is, I've listening to uh, the excellent playlist that somebody put together on Spotify that had all of the songs that rec- that Rolling Stone recommends from all of these guitar players. Okay, it was really, really enlightening, and I got to hear a lot of stuff I have never heard, like guitar players I've never heard of before which is kind of a rare thing in this day and age. Yeah. So there were a bunch of people that jumped out to me, but one of the guys that I had never heard of before is this guy named Joseph Spence. Joseph Spence. Right? Nope. Don't know. 
yeah. So he was a uh, a guy from, he was born in the Bahamas, uh, the island of Andrews in the Bahamas, okay. and discovered in the 1950s and recorded for um, the, the Folkways label, which has now been taken over by the Smithsonian. Hmm. And uh, never really had any hits or anything like that, but just this really fascinating technique that's very percussive and very, it's just very idiosyncratic. It's really neat. Anyway, this is, uh, this is the song Brown Skin Girl by Joseph Spence. Check this out. How cool is that? Was he Pretty vocalizing cool. in the background? What was happening? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's like grunting and growling in the background. Hey, it's crazy. It sounds. <laughs> Man, I want to do that. That's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> His rhythm is dope. Yeah. So dope. Yeah. <laughs> so dope. Yeah, it's like really, really, really interesting guy. It's like it's like uh, it's like it's like if like you mixed like Robert Johnson and Harry Belafonte. That's not far from the mark. I'm going to give you a ding on that. Yeah, one. nice ding. <laughs> so, um, like I said, I was up at uh, up in New York visiting with my family this weekend, and uh, my niece Leah, my sister's daughter, came excitedly rushing up to me, and she said, "Did you get your tickets yet? Did you get your tickets yet? Did you get your tickets yet?" I'm like, "For for what?" For the Eras Tour movie. Ah. Ah. <laughs> I said, oh, gosh, I must have forgotten. But yes, that's right, guys. <laughs> Taylor Swift's concert blockbuster movie came out this past weekend called The Eras Tour. So this is a film right. of the concert? It's a concert film. Yeah. Exactly. All right. This is for people yeah. that <laughs> couldn't make it to the show. Well, that's as it turns out, that's exactly what it is. And it, Leah is hmm. one of those people. Leah, my, sure. my niece, is one of those people. She tried so hard to get her parents Aww. to yeah, get her to take Taylor her Swift to ticket. Scotland or wherever the heck. I mean, that, and, I heard it was. And I, I've, knowing from you know conversations I've had with my sister, they really tried hard. Yeah. To get these tickets, Aww. and and it was going to be you know millions of dollars to get these yeah. tickets. Yeah. But they just <laughs> right. they just couldn't get their hands on them. You know. Mm. Um, yeah. So, the second best thing is to get to go see this three hour concert film in the movie theaters with all of her friends. Okay. For the low, low price of $19.89. 1989. You know, when you compare that to the concert ticket price, not yeah. exactly. Yeah. It's, 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 it's still 1989 to go to the concert. Right, right. But there's, no, there's, no, there's no decimal point. <laughs> but, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but she was genuinely excited about this experience. Now, she had to get back. They had to leave Saturday as well because the she was going to see the movie that mm -hmm. Saturday night with mm -hmm. all of her friends. And they're getting dressed up. They had a whole costume and everything like that. It just, it just made me so excited. Like, she was genuinely excited just not even to get to see her hero in concert, but just mm -hmm. to, like, be in the same room as other people that were excited about the same thing. with her friends. Thing. Yep, yeah. watching watch right. the concert. So, uh, you know, I I guess you guys have seen this. It's been all over the news, but this, this movie is kind of breaking some... Serious records as far as concert films go. Um, mm. it, it's documenting her latest tour, which isn't even over yet. It's still going on. But the film earned $96 million in his opening weekend domestically. Jeez, oh, Pete. Which is pretty remarkable. Uh, internationally, it broke another $32 million, which means it has a global debut of $128 million, which breaks oh. the record for a concert film 
which was previously set by Michael Jackson's This Is It in 2009. Mm -hmm. And that was only, only $74.3 million. So almost doubled it. Wow. Goodness, Tay-Tay. Now. Save some for the rest of us. Yeah, exactly. And not just the music movie going public, but movies in general. She clobbered the box office this weekend. In a distant second was The Exorcist, The Believer, or whatever that remake is mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it grossed uh 11 million dollars um yeah and then, unfortunately and second, i heard it i heard it had I heard it had some bad reviews yeah i haven't seen it or anything but yeah. it's too bad the previews looked pretty cool if you're into that kind of thing yeah. oh well and the the, the the producer for the exorcist had actually moved the release date for his movie so as not to be in competition with taylor swift that's a smart smart uh, <laughs> producer <laughs> i guess didn't didn't help as much yeah. as, he, as, as he thought it would. Yeah, it but, didn't uh, change the fact that the film sucked. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. But pretty no, impressive. I, I, guess. I, I wanted to throw it out to you guys. Have you guys ever gone to see a concert film in theaters before? How many of these have there been? Not a yeah. ton. I don't know if there's like... I mean, what, what, what would be an example? What, what would be like some of the biggest concert films that we would have seen? I imagine you know? two probably did one. You know, it's only for like... The biggest megastars. But I, I can say that I I have seen one. Okay. In, in, a, in a theater? Yeah, yeah. I went to see um, the Rolling Stones' Shine a Light, the Martin ah, Scorsese doc-directed uh, right. one. I saw it in IMAX and in Atlantic City. Right on. And it was, uh, well, I mean, it was it was fine. <laughs> sure. <laughs> it, it was just such a sterile it's, it's experience. It's got to be kind of weird. It was, it was weird. It was weird. But I can imagine, but like, if you go to see yeah. it with a bunch of your friends, you yeah. know. Yeah, and also, it's like, the, these girls, it makes sense that they wouldn't get to go to the real con. They're, too, they're young, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's, you bring up the Rolling Stones, though, Jay, and I, I did want to mention this at some point without taking a U-turn, but you've no, got to no. hear the Keith Richards interview on Howard Stern. Oh, Oh, that that happened last week. Oh snap! No, I can't wait. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Like the whole time, I was like, "Man, Jay's got to hear this. This is so good." Because <laughs> Howard's like, I'll, I'll just say what, like, without giving anything away. It, the whole thing is is gold. But like, it's like an hour and a half conversation, you know. But at one point, you know, Howard's like, "I mean, what do you think of guys like like John Bonham or or, or take take Keith Moon, you know?" And Keith Richards is like, "That." Take him, you take him. What do you want me to do? It's <laughs> <laughs> like he's just like full of little quips like mm-hmm. that. Like whatever Howard says, he just like throws it right back. He's in the like king a, of the like the, very punny, of the like one kind of in British way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just it's just like it's like one after another of those kinds of things, you know. And he's like, ah, you know, it's like Howard, Howard's like, ah, well, you know, he's a, you know, John Bonham was like considered, you know, one of like the the best drummers he's like well he had the most drums that's for sure he had the most yeah. drums <laughs> it's like, it's like, okay okay <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's because he, he's like, he's a critic man he there's not very much that he likes it's true it, you know and so it was interesting to hear him kind of, you know everybody who brought it's like what about what about cream you know he's like cream uh, you want some sugar with that too <laughs> <laughs> anyway so i will definitely check that, check out, that out as well i will yeah 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 all right. Sweet. Anyway, well, that, no, that's all I got. Um, just wanted to okay. continually report on Tay Tay's domination of the world She's that we live in. Yeah. And um, yeah. any medium uh, she say, hasn't touched I, yet? I guess art. Like, she hasn't, like, painted anything. Not yet. Not yet. But I'm okay. sure it will be incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, I did reach out for to Leah for comment on how she liked the experience, uh, but I did not hear back in time for recording. So if I do get an update, I'll let you guys know. Hey, 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 what's up, everybody? This is Future Jay here. Uh, Just wanted to chime in and say that after we recorded the podcast, I did end up hearing from Leah, and she sent me an incredible review of the the whole concert movie experience. So I wanted to share some of these thoughts here with you. Um, And thank you very much, Leah, for putting this whole thing together. This is great. So she said, first of all, I love it. It had a lot of my favorite songs, but it was missing a few. Then again, most of my favorite songs are not as popular. Very cool, Leah. I think the song choice was smart because they were songs that most people knew and could dance and sing along to, but they definitely cut songs. Uh, The costumes and performances were spectacular. I especially loved Willow, Last Great American Dynasty, and Midnight Rain. Uh, She says she went with her friend, and she says that a lot of the quick changes were cut, 
which makes sense because the movie was already three hours long. I would like to say that the editing in the movie was great. You could barely tell that it was cut, and I didn't until it was pointed out to me. The camera angles were also really good, and I enjoyed the full stadium views as well as the close-ups. She ends, Finally, I would like to say that I think it's a different experience depending on the crowd. When I went, there was a total of six or seven other people in the theater. I feel if there were more people there singing along, it would feel like a more quote-unquote concert, which is fair. Uh, because I, I was wrong when I uh, mentioned on the podcast that they went to see it on Saturday. Turns out they went to go see it on Sunday. And they uh, asked my sister, their mom, to go see it at the 9 o'clock showing so that they could witness the song Midnight being played at midnight, which I think is really special. And kudos to you, Sarah, for allowing them to do that on a school night. So anyway, just wanted to pop in and say that. Back to the show. And thank you again, Leah. Awesome. Right on. Awesome. Yeah, can we see the report? All right. Mr. Klein. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Jay. So this week I'm gonna talk about actually Jay, you you posted first thing. You were like, I'm gonna talk about the uh Tay Tay Today film and uh, I'm gonna mention uh and you had a clip of a song that you wanted, and I just hopped on to Slack so that I could say, Hey guys, I wanna talk about uh about Mr. Rudy Mr. Rudy Isley, who yeah. uh who was one of the original Isley brothers. Who yeah. passed away this past mm. week? Um, wow. I think he was 84. Um, passed away at his home in Illinois. Mm. But why don't we go ahead and listen to a track real quick? Can we start off with uh, with Testify? We can do that. Let's do that. I'm a freak from music. It's in my soul. I can't help it if it moves down to my toes. I said I'm a witness. I'm here to testify. I wanna tell you all about it. I ain't gonna tell no lie. I feel the rhythm. Shot us in my feet. I can't keep still, baby. Mr. Rudy Isley on vocals there. Do you know who's playing guitar on that song? Is it Jimi Hendrix? It is Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> yeah. That was yeah, Sweet. he he was their he was their guitarist before he like took off. Yeah. Uh, and and that was I, the, honestly that's the reason I wanted to head, go ahead and make it a segment instead of it being like a, a a throw on. And honestly, there's there's still two brothers that are that that uh that are alive still performing. Um because because Rudy, um his name's Rudolph. Uh, he actually left the band in 1989, and they continued on. Cool little, cool little quote that it's it's from their website, but I, I still thought it was cool. They're the only band in history of American music that has proven influence on both the Beatles and rapper Ice Cube, and had a hit six decades in a row from the 50s to the 2000s. True, true. That's wild. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, their their reach is epic. Yeah. There's that, even that there's even that track on To Pimp uh, Butterfly, the, the mm -hmm. Kendrick album. Mm -hmm. yeah. I yeah. Which is like samples uh, who's that who's that lady? That lady, yeah. Yeah, yeah they yeah, have yeah, they yeah. have a bunch of hits that 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 you definitely would know. And I think I think it was their uh interpretation of the song Twist that uh um, oh. that, that kind of was their breakout, right? Um that I think the Beatles went on to they or were like Twist and Shout, is that what you and mean? And shout. Shout. Oh, sorry. Shout. You know, you make me want to shout. Shout. Not, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I said, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Shout, not twist. Their interpretation of the song Shout, right, um, that that ended oh, up right. kind okay, of it, launching right. them. And and that was what the Beatles covered, um, covered their version or their interpretation, right? Is that correct, Jay? No. 
<laughs> well, what is it? Smartass? <laughs> well, no. It, the Isley Brothers did Shout. I thought it was their song. I didn't know it was an interpretation. But the Beatles did Twist and Shout. So they did Twist and Shout, which was inspired by the Isley Brothers' interpretation of the Phil Medley and Burt Burns song, Twist and Shout, from 1961. Okay. Yep. So we were both right. Ah. See, right, yeah, right. Yeah. So, <laughs> so there, there's the we're tie in between right. the Beatles and the we're Isley Brothers. Right. Is is I, yeah. However, the song was never called Twist. So, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's a that's, that's a corn song. Important that, distinction. Band yes. Corn. Yeah, yeah. Yes. You're thinking yeah, of the never. band Corn. You're thinking of the band Corn. <laughs> <laughs> I do that all the time. I get these two mixed up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, it's understandable. But uh, but Jay, you actually picked a song out that was used your clip. Why don't Why don't oh, we? Could we give that a, a quick listen? Oh my gosh, uh, I could listen to this every minute of every day. What is this? How about It's Your Thing? Do it. Because it's like oh, the greatest. Yeah. It's your thing. Do what you want to do. I mean, they were just incredible. I mean, they just, they they had it, like you said, they had a hit in like every decade and yeah. they followed the musical trend, but always stayed in top, on top of it. And like, we're doing a good version of whatever that musical trend was. Like crushing a good, like crushing a version of that musical trend. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. These guys are, I checked it. They've been, uh, the current count is, uh, they've been sampled a thousand and twenty times by different artists. <laughs> wow. Um and Greg, I know you're big into D'Angelo. I don't know the song, but they had uh, another huge sample on a D'Angelo song. Um, um, so I far to tell go. You which one it is? Yeah, which, yeah, yep. But which which record? Is which that? is actually a Jay Dilla song. Oh, okay, I love it all. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> super cool. The thing that honestly, I think the first time that I was, because for whatever reason in my mind, the Isley Brothers, I was confused as a kid as to who's the, who these guys were, but there was a there's a story that was on like a, uh, it was one of those VH1 shows in the 90s uh, about the band Metallica. It was like Metallica behind the music or something like that. And mm-hmm. uh, and Les Claypool comes on talking about the time yeah. that he auditioned yes. for Metallica. And and yep. then they were like, what? Is, yeah, I, I guess they described it. It was like, this guy's just too good. He described it as like, just being like Weird Al Yankovic in like auditioning for Metallica, just just kind of, kind of getting laughed out of yeah. the room. But the thing he remembers the most is he sat down with his bass and he's like, "What's up, guys? You guys want to jam to some Isley Brothers?" Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and apparently, well, it's like a huge influence on him. Uh, oh yeah, uh, well, he was he he grew up with Kirk Hammett. Uh, Les did. Yeah, got it. I think that's how he got roped in. Interesting. You know, got when, the audition. When Cliff, when Cliff Burton died. They were like, we need a we need a new bassist, you know, and so and Kirk's like, I got oh, this, this guy, this guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's great. But, like it all it all worked out. <laughs> but these guys really could crush it. I, I have one more song clip that I wanted to play, which I think, um, which when I listen to, it's like, all right, I can see why Les was why why, why Claypool was so much influenced by these guys early on. Um, this is from 1973. This is what it comes down to. <laughs>
love that groove. Nice. nice. So cool. It's amazing. Yeah. So um, just wanted to commemorate uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Rudy Isley and uh, give uh, give some attention to the to the Isley brothers. What a force. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Safe passage, Rudolph Isley. Indeed. 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 Well, we did it. We made it. Said it all. You got any more shows to go see this week, Greg? Uh, I've got a few to play. A few to play. But uh, yeah, yeah. the belly up on Friday night. Uh, that's October twentieth in Encinitas or it's Solana Beach. It's uh, just north of San Diego. It's, uh, the belly up. It's a wonderful venue. Uh, if you've never been, if you're out there, come say hi. Playing Californication in its entirety. We also Ooh. are playing a private party on Wednesday. You can't come to that. <laughs> hey, what are you guys doing for? What, what are you guys doing for road tripping? Uh, Just hit it. it. Do you like the harmonies all worked out and everything? Yeah. Nice. Well, yeah. Oh. I mean, I, we, we, that's actually the one that we haven't actually run down uh, officially yet. Like we've we've done it like kind of backstage a little bit. It's a beautiful song. So we got some tinkering to do with it. Yeah. Yeah. It should be fun. Yeah. Um, I ha I'm bringing an acoustic for I'm, I'm actually like bringing like a bunch of guitars. I actually have talked to someone about teching for me this time. Ooh. So, so that'll be that'll be a first. Yeah, because I want to bring a bunch of guitars around. This Move is gonna be great. <laughs> oh, well, I don't know about I don't know about that. I'm just gonna ask. I'm just gonna be like, just make sure these guitars are in tune and hand me the right yeah. one. And yeah, and don't screw it up. List. That happened don't to me know. once in my life when we played Rocktober Keith Grass's Rocktoberfest at the Black oh, Rose yeah, Band. The, the, He's like. Hey, you want my uh, guitar tech guy to come out and uh, you know take care of your guitars and everything? I was like, oh my god, that would be incredible because yeah. you know with the Black Crows, I was I was literally running through like six different guitars in yeah, different tunings. Sure, it was amazing, dude. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Just, like turning around, take this guitar, take it back. I came back in tune. It was a, it's a blast. It's a blast. It makes things <laughs> yeah, so much, yeah. So much more. My guitars, I, I I hardly ever have to tune for some reason. You know, I think I just kind of. They're just, you know, and although I have been kind of getting the whammy bar going on the on the mm. strat again, that 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 definitely wants to that knocks it out a little bit. So sure. Greg's guitar, yeah. Greg's guitars like him like him so much they mm -hmm. tune themselves. Yeah, for they don't. They, they tune themselves. Yeah, they know better. They know better. <laughs> yeah, that's right. All right. Well, yeah. we're still people that can boss you around a little bit. So Greg, so uh, okay. before we get going, why don't you tell the fine yes, people how to get in touch with us, should they choose to do so. You can find us online at youshouldcheckitout.com. Send us an email at yscipodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on social media, on Facebook and Instagram. Our X handles at shouldcheck. X. X. <laughs> no, it's X. Nick. Right, yeah, it's X. Uh, <laughs> it's pronounced X. It's got an umlaut over it. X. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Um, <laughs> listen to us wherever podcasts are heard. Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Leave a review, and as always, tell a friend you should check it out. That's all we can ask for. Mm. It is nailed it. I Absolutely. mean, it's not, but it, it will be. <laughs> it's a good start. It's a good starting point. Yeah. All right, boys. This has been, this has been a lot of fun. Yes, it has. Mm -hmm. And we'll see you back here next week. How about it? Sounds great. Dokey. Peace. See you later.